When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? 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 Sir Elton John was among those paying tribute to Dr. Anthony Fauci for World AIDS Day on Tuesday. Uh, he rose to fame, actually. We, we know of him during the coronavirus pandemic, of course. But he was also a groundbreaking AIDS researcher in the 80s and 90s. Yes. And on Tuesday, he was honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award from the U.S. Global Leadership Coalition. Wow. And we know Elton John has done tons of work for um, AIDS research. Yes, absolutely. Okay, People Magazine, they released their second annual People of the Year issue. The 2020 issue celebrates four people with four different covers. The four people are Selena Gomez, George Clooney, Regina King, and Dr. Anthony Fauci. Um, they were selected for their personal success as well as humanitarian efforts. Cool. I wonder That's what really great. Colleen and Bradley would say about that because we know how we f- they feel they, about people. Do they <laughs> think oh, that every magazine. one of those uh, every one of those celebrities, maybe except for Fauci, sent them a check? Lobbied, yeah, lobbied for know. their yeah, yeah, yeah. There has to be In some conspiracy, though, right? Oh yeah. Oh, always with them. Always. Ooh, always. Um, and you can listen to their podcast deep in the shallow to maybe find out more. Uh, they're bad news for millions of student loan borrowers in the United States. Your temporary financial break is coming to an end. Oh, no. So, you know, they put loan payments on hold in March because of the pandemic, and lenders are preparing to resume accepting payments on student loans in January. That means an estimated 37 million citizens will have to start making monthly payments again. I'm included in that. I just looked it up the other oh, day. Oh, really? Yeah, no. I'm still paying on my grad school school loan, uh, so that's fine. Um, uh, uh, Mer- Merry Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to offset the bad that's, news. Thank you, Steve. That's the latest Merry dirt. Christmas. You can find more on our app at mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 5:20. On my talk 1071. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's a throwback Thursday. We're going to have some fun coming up at 1130 today in a game that I always win. It's throwback Thursday music trivia. I quiz Donna on music tidbits from years gone by, and she hasn't gotten a single answer technically wrong during all of 2020. She, many argue, is the only bright shining spot. Of the year that never should have been. <laughs> so yeah. we'll see if that continues today. Thanks, Steve. 
Yeah. Got it, man. So apparently uh, there was another um, monolith that has appeared. First we had, where was it? Utah. After Utah, Mm -hmm. then there was one in Romania. And now a third one has appeared on Pine Mountain in Atascadero, California. Yes. Central California near San Luis Obispo. And uh, this is exciting. In fact, I know people. My cousin lives in Atascadero. I wonder if I should be reaching out to him. You should. And saying, go. Yes, go. Go. Do it. And and this one, they say, is not rooted in the ground. The other ones have been, like, built into the ground oh. just to really structure it a little bit more securely. This no. one, not the case. So they say, be very careful. You get near it because it weighs several hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. And if you tip that sucker over, bye. Yeah. See you later. Or bye, at least, like, puppy. bye to your legs. <laughs> or your Yorkie. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. What? Sorry. Donna. I'm just trying to think of a way that it relates to me. Jeez. Well, talk, <laughs> let me talk. tell you something. Well, I know. If that, if that monolith fell on your dog, uh, the monolith would break. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Steve just likes to <laughs> make fun do. of all my dogs. Um, but it's got this smooth, three-sided, triangular kind of footprint, I guess. And it's uh, the stainless steel is reflective. So what do we think? Obviously, it had to be put together by welding. But what do we think? Is this just some artist? Is it? I think it's an art thing. Do you think? I think it's mm-hmm. an art thing. And I and I like it. I, I like the intrigue that it's creating. I like that it's just sort of a, a real life. It's almost like you're watching a show and they don't tell you when the next episode's going to drop. And then it's like, oh, there's one today. Did you see? Yeah, they dropped. It's in California. Yeah. I just like, like, where's it going to be next? How long is this one going to last? The Romania one only lasted for a day or two, and then it was gone. I believe we have a clip of the um, one of the guys in Utah who witnessed people taking the monolith down. Here's what he had to say. All four of them pushed it over to the one side and then pushed it back to the other side, and it just fell straight onto the ground right after it had fallen over and made a loud thud they said one of them said um this is why you don't leave trash in the desert and as they loaded it up were loading it up and walking away they just said leave no trace and left aliens were not involved in any way shape or form in this thing (laughs) they had nothing to do with it nor was it some secret government project none of that had anything to do with it it was clearly an art piece by someone leave the art to Places where art should be and let Mother Nature have her space for art. Settle down. Um, is it possible that these are just copycats who yeah. heard about the first one? I'm sure. I don't. Not. Just, I don't think so. Do you think I don't they're know. all connected? We're, you're going to go from Utah to Romania? Yes, I think that it's an elaborate thing. Look, people have had a lot of time on their hands this year. And I think that they have set up something elaborate because I don't know. I'm not much of a welder, but I don't know. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it can happen pretty quickly if you have a 3D printer. How quickly can you create a 12-foot-tall, hundreds-of-pounds steel triangular structure that is essentially identical to the last one? Maybe maybe in 3D printing you can, no, and I mean that. that would take three months to 3D print that. Plus, it's okay, not well, the same. It would just be plastic. It was 3D printing. Well, then in that case, it's got to be some pre-set-up. Thing. It's a marketing it, it, I'm, stunt. I'm, it's some kind I of marketing stunt. And this, I was reading this one story says that it's going to be some brand that'll tell us to buy their new monolith energy drink. Mm. <laughs> <You> know? Oh, no. <laughs> now, it, it, it is starting to feel maybe a little too mainstream the story for it to be a Banksy. But I don't know. Maybe it will be a Banksy. This is not Banksy style, though. This is not 
He's not he's much of a triangular steel guy. Yeah, yeah. Do you, well, do you think it's Banksy done? I, 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 yeah, it might be. I mean, you know, he, maybe he wants to do something new. Maybe he's had new inspiration in the during the pandemic. Pandemic. Hmm. Hmm. I, well, whatever the case, it's getting a lot of attention because there have been 168,000 monolith mentions on Twitter over the last week which has generated one and a half million engagements. So, hmm. I mean, it's something fun for all of us to do while mm-hmm. we're just stuck yes. in lockdown. Yes. You know, I'm loving it. For, yeah. We just to speculate. Yeah. And dream that it is aliens that'll take us away. Right. Especially coming off of Project Down and Dirty War of the Worlds in October. Mm-hmm. It just feels like, you know, we've we've stumbled upon. You can hear the reporter now. What was his name again? Carl? Bradley's character, Sagan? that oh, guy, oh. Carl, Carl, oh, I can't the remember. reporter. <laughs> I had to look for but my you could just see him like we're coming upon some sort of a oblong yes. structure. <laughs> Carl Weathering? Tall. That's funny, Carl Steve. Withering? Weathering? Was Weathering? that it? Carl Weathers, actor. I don't Carl... remember his name at all. In, in Guys, that. this was she only was a few focused weeks on herself. Ago. Well, yeah, weren't we all? I was stressing out every day. There's like, oh, I have four more pages? Uh-huh. <laughs> Luckily, it was Steve's. Uh, yeah, she was all worried. I got to do this big paragraph. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's a misprint. Yeah, thank God for that. Any whoozle, um, we had a winner this morning. Why does the name sound like somebody who won on our show the ten thousand dollar grand prize winner oh um, my gosh i forgot it was Marcus, uh last name Sherry Workus. she actually won during the the uh, colleen and bradley okay. show okay at twelve twenty. which means we don't get a cut of it damn, <laughs> damn i thought we were going for 10 percent at least yeah <sighs> Now her wow. how did she how did she react when this happened? Um she was really really excited. Um mm-hmm. we had to get her permission to air her voice first, so we kind oh, of sure. lied to her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and said okay. that we would be calling three people um because I had to put her on hold and and yes. make sure that she would want to be on the air first. Sure. That was a very funny um, scam, actually, <laughs> because I'm driving in, and of course, you know, working in radio and being trained in radio all these years, I'm like, whose idea was it to do? That's awful to have three finalists. You oh, know, so and you I was just, I fell for it. I'm like, oh my God, that's, oh, I that's just horrible. wish that we wouldn't have revealed it because I've been doing that for years. <laughs> Really? Yeah. That's it's what I, I was like. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So great idea. But um, yeah. yeah so just you know, telling her that she's one of three finalists, and then you're going to talk to all of them. Now everybody needs to forget that. Yeah, forget that never happened. Yeah, that that's an old timey trick. That's how you do the old bait and mm-hmm. switch. That's, we did it. We just gave away a furnace um, to a family whose furnace kept going out with Apollo heating and air conditioning. And, you know, Kelly, our reporter, says, hey, all right, I'm gonna, I have to do a, an interview now, a pre-interview with the final three folks. That's how we throw them off the scent. Although, you know what we got to do once? Uh, recently, we did a, a shower giveaway for care workers. And uh, we did this with Minnesota Shower and Bath. And it, they had me Zoom call them, the three finalists, to do a final round of interviews, and then we had Jay Deems, who owns Minnesota Shower and Bath. He was on the call, and it was like, all right, guys, here are some of the things that we need to know, blah, blah, blah. And then I said, actually, here's one thing. 
you all just got a free shower. And then they, all three Scream. got to win. That's oh, what we'll have to do next try time. try to one-up us all. Yeah. yeah. Nice work, Look. Ellen. Hey. <laughs> Game of games. Oh. oh, that's great, though. Congratulations, and thank you to everybody who, you know, signed up. All of our winners. You guys have been so awesome all year round. And, you know, it's been a crappy year, and you always step up, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to our fundraising efforts. So, Yay! And if you have a little bit more money, oh, we do have goes. our Santa project yeah, happening girl. right now for yes. the Ronald McDonald House Charities. It's virtual yes. this year, and uh, today it's Voyage Healthcare. They're helping us <gasps> awesome. do that. Oh, we so love you, Voyage Healthcare. We need bucks. a donating $1,000 match. They will donate. So go to mytalk1071.com, keyword Santa, if you have a little bit left, because those kids at Ronald McDonald House, uh, they need toys this year. Yeah, and they yes. might be far from home. Oh, you know, just and remember we struggles. used to deliver all the toys every year, yeah. and, oh, man. and so we we still need to help them out. So. Absolutely. So someone else will do the shopping and keep it safe mm-hmm. and distribute them for us. So go to mytalk1071.com again. Like Dawn said, keyword Santa. When we come back, some things that make us go, huh? There are twenty-two stars around the mountain in the Paramount logo. Can you picture it now? Yep. Each of those stars represents something specific. See if you can figure it out. That and other dumb things you don't need to know, but you'll be happy that you learned them. Coming up next on Don and Steve. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer Don McLean, also hanging with us. we got some fun facts. Things that make you go Not a day goes by that I don't talk about how much I love a studio intro before a movie starts. I don't know what it is. It feels so romantic, so nostalgic, Mm. so Hollywood golden era. I love it. There are 22 stars around the mountain in the Paramount Pictures logo. Fun fact about Donna, she's got it tatted on the left side small of her back. Oh, sorry. And then right below it, it says, now showing. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. Those 22 stars around the mountain represent something specific. Care to guess? Um, the, um, the wise men? The 22 wise men. Wow, you said 12. Okay, wait, Uh, not the wise men. Um, how about the 12 days of Christmas? Oh, you said 22. There are 22 stars. I don't know, but it's concerning. It's one for every one of Steve's kids. Hey, God! Not John Boy. It was funny. I'm um, surprised you guys didn't call me out because in that last segment, I just heard my wife go, no! And I was like, oh, that sounds like the dog is doing, probably running on top of a baby or pooping somewhere. 22, 22. Okay, here's your last hint. Think back to the uh, the golden era of the movie industry when things just got going. They had, it was these big studios. Night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Those that were rivaling each other, oh, studios wanted to get good talent with okay, them. Okay, so it was the first 22 stars that they signed on the like yes. that. Yes, that's good. Yes, 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 good yes it is. The nice. 22 movie stars that they originally signed back in 1916. I have a question. Please. Do they still do that? Do studios still sign no. somebody and put them under contract just to do pictures for them? See what I did there I, at the picture show? I like that. I don't. I do not believe so. I believe that no. the studio format is a uh, thing gone by okay. in the world of Hollywood. Okay. Although when I was reading and then quit halfway through the too big of a book that was the uh, CAA. The book on CAA, yep. Creative Artist Agency. Mm-hmm. Um, they were. T- it was so interesting to find out how these big time celebrities will have their agent say, "Hey, we've got a, a script that they I want you to look at," and then they look at the script, and then the workings that happen behind the scenes of them saying, "Okay, but we want to do it with this director, and I want this person to be reached out to first to be my co star, and here's what we want." It's just so interesting to me mm. the wheeling and the dealing and how there are these package deals of all right, well we want we'll do that script, but it's got to be with this director and this co star, and that's how we make that work. Right. It's it's I love inside baseball of things. I love finding out how much money people made on these big like huge movie deals. I tell you one thing I got I took away from that book the half that I read. Bill Murray is loaded. I believe he made tons of money on some of those late 80s, early 90s movies, mm. and he is just living the good life. Do you think it's because he had, you know, back-end yes. money? Yeah, that's, yes. that's the way to really do it. Really good representation. After college, Ed O'Neill from Married with Children and from Modern Family was signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers, but he was cut during training camp. Wow. Ed. O'Neal. Oh, wow. Boy, think of the two um, polar opposite sort of family families that he was in with married with children and mm-hmm. then modern family. Al Bundy. What, what was I've never seen a full episode of Modern Family. And I have been told by so many people, my brother's like, it's so funny. It's funny. I've never seen a full yeah. episode. Um, especially early on, it was really funny. I thought you were going to say yeah. you never saw an episode of Married with Children, which was very funny. No, I yeah, I saw that, but it was on when I was like eight, nine, um, and my mo- parents didn't want us to watch it, and because it was always Al Bundy with his hand down his pants and yeah, Peg. yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, he, he didn't was... know how good he had it with Peg. <laughs> um, yeah, it was very risque for the time. Yeah. We would sometimes watch it upstairs in this uh, like really janky TV that we had up in our bedroom that we would play Nintendo on, but it got like three channels as long as one of us, sometimes one of us would have to stand behind the TV and hold the foil onto yep. one of the top <laughs> a- 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 bunny yeah. ears. Yeah. Just like, yeah. you got to hold it now, man. I want to watch and live in color. Now you're not allowed to watch your, it downstairs. Your Wi Fi. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Hey, my Wi Fi's working in my daughter's room three days in a row. Oh, my God, good, great. Really, really feels good. Really feels good. You know, if you had $1 billion, speaking of making a whole lot of money, and if you decided I'm going to spend $1,000 every single day, I mean, think of a day that you've ever spent $1,000 outside of a mortgage. Can you think of these days? Like when you buy a big appliance or furniture? Yeah, you're like, okay, we're buying nothing ever again. A Mm. water heater. Yep. A water heater. 
If you had a billion bucks and spent $1,000 a day, it would take you 2,749 years oh my God. to run out of money. Wow. That's why you see these really rich people, like if you're watching Real Housewives or something, you just see them go into a boutique when they're on vacation and they're like, okay, that'll be $4,279.33. And I'm like, what? You bought like three things. And it's percentages for them, right? Yep. It's always about percentages. What portion of my checking or what portion of my savings does this represent? And that's just $1 billion. So let's think of like, you know, someone like a Jeff Bezos or an Elon Musk or a Bill Gates. A politician named Daniel Webster. Sounds like the kind of guy Donna would have voted for. I'll leave that. He turned down the offer to be vice president two separate times in the 1800s. Why? Because he only wanted to be the president. But get this. The offers to be vice president came from William Henry Harrison and Zachary Taylor, who both died in office, which means he would have been president. The one thing he wanted to be had he said yes to either of those guys because they died in office and he would have taken over. Hmm. Things will make you go home. Hmm. 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 Finally, this. Honey Nut Cheerios do not contain any nuts. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they did. <laughs> I know. We're all kind of like, don't we just assume? Uh, they replace ground almonds with, quote, natural almond flavor that oh. comes from ground up peach and apricot pits. They did this in what? 2006. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, that's wow. strange. Weird. Apricotios. Thank you, Steve. Hey, when we come back, why one conservative author and commentator has got Harry Styles fans very angry. We'll discuss coming up next on My Talk 1071. Back we are, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Dawn, I'm sure you know about this story, but Steve, I'm not sure if you have seen it. Um, There's a little bit of an uproar over Harry Styles. was it Variety or Vogue? Um, let's see here. I think, I mean, he was, he's been made Variety's hit maker of the year. Ooh. Um, okay. And uh, that's it, exciting. But I believe he was on the cover of Vogue. Yeah, I think so. As the first man ever to be on the cover of Vogue. And he was, I guess, dressed in some gown or some kind of feminine attire Mm -hmm. okay um i think it was a gucci dress actually so this prompted criticism from this uh conservative commentator and author named candace owens okay? okay and she put out a tweet in response to that cover that said there's no society that can survive without strong men the east knows this In the West, the steady feminization of our men at the same time that Marxism is being taught to our children is not a coincidence. It's an outright attack. Bring back manly men. Oh, boy. She wrote. Very. That's a lot of leaves she took there. I know. (laughs) Wow. So on the cover. (laughs) So there in the article, Harry Styles talked about how there's joy to be had in playing around with clothes. Yeah. And he said, I've never thought too much about what it means. It just becomes this extended part of cre- creating something. 
And I totally get that because sometimes, you know, when you see these artists and music videos are on stage, it is artistic what they're wearing. It's yeah. an extension of their creativity. They're creating a whole fantasy. You yeah. Know? I mean, some of like them. Like David Bowie, if you think about that, and or Ziggy Prince. Stardust. Look at, I mean, thank you. Very yes. feminine Prince. clothes. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So, um, this is very funny. So, he, in response, and I did post this on our show links page at mytalk1071.com, look under Donna and Steve. Um, in response, he, you guys, have you seen the picture? Just yeah. clicked oh, on yeah. Okay, so he posted a picture on Instagram of himself in this this outfit that is, I don't know, what, how would you describe it? It's kind of like a, a powder blue pantsuit with like ruffles coming out of the sleeves and out of the headline. Yeah, the shirt underneath is the Seinfeld puffy sleeves Puffy shirt, shirt yeah. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> shades of that. And yes, a powder blue, a thick lapel, an empire waist. And he's eating a banana. Sed- oh, yes. <laughs> Seductively. And then he just wrote, bring back manly men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He and then M- MTV uh, wrote, I the banana. <laughs> Wait, what did, what did they say? I'm so MTV cut. wrote, I the banana. Wait, you, keep okay, cutting you cut out right before really? you say banana each time. Oh, this is fun. MTV said, I relate with the banana. Oh, oh I relate. I okay. I think that that photo shoot had to do with his variety uh, magazine cover and the article about him as being the hit maker. Oh, I see. In there okay. Because I see the same suit. He also has a beautiful pink blouse on uh, that's like a, a almost a salmon color with some pearls. Oh, my God. I, I mean, love it's it. just all. And he talks about how it's very freeing. Like, why limit yourself just to male clothes? Well, he's like, why, there's so many great looks out there for women. I'm going to wear those, too. It's like makeup and jewelry. Why and why? Is it okay for women to dress in suits or wear a tie, but not for men to... I mean, I'm just all for just express yourself, have fun, be a weirdo. I would, I would measure manliness, too, in in Confidence. different ways, different categories of, you know, like wanting to, desiring to protect those around you, to care for those around you, to serve your family. Like, there's... there. Are, I think it's okay to talk about being manly, but it's figure out what are the important categories of what that should mean. What are the what are the best ideals of what that should mean, as opposed to what is kind of the watered down trope of what we mm-hmm. think it means right, by like what pop culture look. told us through the years. You know, yeah, it's like it's. I think it's. I don't think that the conversation has to go away. I think it needs to be elevated and, and more clearly defined as to what are important attributes of, quote unquote, being manly. Right. And right. I say this as a man who uh, who cries a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Fine. Yeah. Also, Elijah Wood, uh, Lord of the Rings fame, resp- fame responded. Fame. Oh, yeah. That masculinity alone does not make a man, just like you're saying, Steve. He says, in fact, it's got nothing to do with it. Um, yeah, you're right. Um, let's see. Lots of people uh, writing back. 
Harry Styles is plenty manly because manly is whatever you want it to be, not what some insecure, toxic, woman-hating, homophobic bleep bleeps decided it was 100 uh, years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's a lot of uh, interesting comments. <laughs> I bet. There's a lot. Yeah, oh, I'm sure if you go, if you want to take a walk and figure out how people view things differently, I bet you'll see a lot of very different uh, responses on that thread. And I bet there'll be not a lot of, oh, I, I see your point, says one side to the other side who says, yeah, and I see your point as well. I bet, do you okay. find a lot of that? Are you seeing that in the comments? Uh, probably not. No, no. But then there's a picture of Iggy Pop dressed in a black leather dress. There's David Bowie. There's Kurt Cobain in a white wedding dress. And uh, somebody wrote, Candace Owens is 50 years behind on culture and education. Um, here's, you know, all these artists cross-dressing. I the, mean, even Elvis, with all of his bedazzlement. I yes. mean, come on. Right? That's Tom not masculine. Jones. Sure. Yep. Yeah. They say the trend started around 1970 and went into other culture like sports. Welcome to 1970. Wow. Interesting. I just thought, you know, you're going to probably see that all over the place. So... Good to talk about it. Yeah. Thank you. How about this Erica Jane stuff, Dawn? Oh, my gosh. This is a big deal. People suspected that they're divorced because they had no problems before. Steve, we should tell you who this is. Yeah. I saw this headline this morning, and I and all I thought was, hey, that doesn't look like a couple that should necessarily be together, but I'm sure they love each other. They have a pretty solid relationship. Actually, they're one of the couples, I think, that... Um, you know, it's believable. They've been married for a very long time. And they Is there a big age divorced. gap there? Did I yeah. see a weird yeah. picture? It is very, a really big like 40 okay. years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Like he's like 81 years. He's 81. Yeah, he's 81. They've been married for 21 years. And they just filed for divorce in November. And people oh, wow. thought something They've been married was, for a long time. Wow. People thought something was hinky with it. Um, so right now, he's being sued. They're both being sued, actually, on behalf of a number of Boeing plane crash victims for allegedly embezzlement, embezzling uh, settlement funds that were meant to help the victims of uh, Lion Air Flight 610. Huh. The suit claims that Tom Girardi and his law firm are on the verge of financial collapse and locked in a downward spiral of mounting debts and dwindling funds. You should see the place they live in, Steve. And they needed to fund outrageous lifestyles for himself and for Erica Jane. And that's the reason for the divorce. So they're trying to protect some of their money. Right. Uh So now there's a lawsuit saying that this divorce is a sham, essentially, and that they're just trying to embezzle money. So, okay, I have a couple of comments here. So the funds were meant for clients, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so if they were to get divorced, that would mean that he would give her half the money and then the money would be protected from further lawsuits. I believe so. And they would still stay together. Yes, but they just, the money would be going to her and she's not named in the case. Oh my God. Uh-huh. So Okay, here's the thing. I don't Mo money, mo problems. I don't understand how people think that they can commit a crime like embezzlement in this day and age and not get caught. You're going to get caught. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. 
you will you can't get away with this and uh, you know someone's going to audit your books at some point and they're going to see it no matter how hard you try you're not going to get away with it so if you're Mm -hmm. thinking about committing a crime today i would advise against you're not Uh, you sound like an fbi (laughs) member holding a press conference of like we know you're out there you will not get away with this (laughs) it's true we will find you it's just it's crazy that um at that level of success that he Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. He has. And, you know, being an attorney for years mm-hmm. that he wouldn't think, gee, that other law firm involved in this isn't going to think that this is weird. Right. You know what I mean? And the other, you know, it's all over the papers that they were getting a divorce. And of right. course, these people haven't gotten their settlements. So. It's yep. Just really like suspicious. Okay, exactly. Because, first of all, they don't have a prenup. Right. And so Erica asked the court to award her spousal support mm-hmm. from Tom. And he goes, absolutely, sure, take it. Right. Because he knows. He's still going to have it. Right. <sighs> I mean, this is allegedly, you know, allegedly dirty money. Allegedly. To your point about um, you're, you speaking out on behalf of the FBI and with, you will get caught, there is something, <laughs> never underestimate the power of evil within which is like once you get latched to a bad idea, there's a saying the most effective type of deception is self-deception. And there is this, if evil sort of is awoken within you, then that's what happens throughout the history of mankind. I get your point too about technology and just how things get out mm-hmm. there now and there's different ways to track. And DNA. But that's yeah. almost that's almost second fiddle to the the why of why would you do this? Don't you know you're going to get caught? When you are deceived, when you have deceived yourself or when you're hell-bent on deceiving others, that is so clouding of your judgment that you then, you exist now in this echo chamber of the lie. Mm-hmm. And it is it is how great crimes have been committed all throughout human history. I know. Steve, geez, it's like you've been watching Dateline or something or Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Anyway, um, I had meant for this discussion to be in see something, say something, but there's something else to talk about, too. I don't know if anybody's watching. Which one is it? Is it uh, Orange County? Real Housewives of Orange County with Bronwyn? Yeah. And and Gina and all the... Oh, oh my gosh. The craziest story. After Bronwyn and her husband just renewed their vows... The craziest announcement has come out. We'll tell you about it when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Ding, ding, diggly, diggly, doo. Ding, ding, diggly, doo. Hi. That actually fits pretty well. (laughs) Hey, I can make it fit into anything. Oh, you know what? Can I give you some weather really quick? I was supposed to do it at 9.30. Okay, it's brought to us this hour by Southern Lights. Ken Barlow says uh, today, becoming partly to mostly sunny and mild, a high of 40. Yes! Nice. I was hoping so. Welcome back, everybody. Let's do this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? 
Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, this is just such an interesting story. Okay, and I'm curious to hear what you guys think about this. Okay, there is a um, a woman who's on Real Housewives of Orange County. Her name is Bronwyn. That is her it's name. a really interesting name I've never heard before. Me either. Bronwyn, that sounds like a Game of Thrones name. Yes, it does. I wonder if she was named after somebody. You know, like maybe it's someone's last name or mm-hmm. something. Anyway, she and her husband, Sean, have just... Um, I hear my phone ringing. I'm like, excuse Pick me. Pick it up. Bigger name Take on the phone. Take it on speaker. Take it I on speaker. I don't know where my phone is. Okay, I just hear something and I'm like, wait, is that me or is that coming from inside my head? The call is coming from inside your head. <laughs> anyway, so she and her husband have been married for 20 years and they have seven children. Mm-hmm. They're a beautiful couple. Beautiful family. They just recently... At seven. Least, seven, yep. That, isn't that what I said? <laughs> yeah, I just it just hit me. Just and I, I just, it, it didn't compute. And then I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. That's like my mom is one of seven. Wow. Yeah. That so, is a lot I can't imagine kids. being at halftime of our family growing <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. Right? Mother of Pearl. So... Listen to this. So they recently, at least on the TV show, I don't know how long ago this actually happened, but they renewed their vows in a recent episode. Um, And they just seem like this really loving couple. Well, she just shared that she is gay in an interview with Glad. And she said, I like women. I'm gay. I love Sean. I love him dearly. He is my person. He is my family, but I'm not attracted to men and I never have been. I just I find this together. I I don't know. So they they've been together for 20 years. Like I said, they've got all the kids, uh, a lot of kids, and they're still going to raise their children together and they intend to remain married despite the fact that she is dating a woman. I need to know more about this. I know. Do you think, I I need to know if she sort of used pregnancy as a distraction because she didn't want to face who she was or, I mean, because that's a lot of your life to be pregnant and not sleeping with someone. Right. And I think some (laughs) of the kids, she may have adopted a a couple of the kids. Oh, I see. Okay. I don't know for sure, but it's a very big family and yeah, she's been pregnant many times. Um, but I mean, you could be gay and pregnant. Absolutely. But I think it's a matter of like, it's interesting because her mom is really quirky. Her mom was a doctor. She's got like crazy dreads, pink hair, blue hair. Um, they're just, they, they seem like a very, like they would be a very open family. But I, I should say that also in the show, Bronwyn has um, revealed that she was an alcoholic. Okay. And so she has been sober like 30, 40 days in as of yesterday's episode. Oh my gosh. So I wonder if that had a lot to do with her struggling with her identity, you know, and that's how she, you know, masked it. But anyway, she said that her sobriety is uh, what she credits 
for being able to live as her true self. Oh, wow. And that Sean is free to date whoever he wants. Um, I mean, but they're but they're still living together in the same house. I think they sleeping separated in separate for bedrooms. A while. Are you well, are you looking this up? The, yeah, they're still in the same house, but so they want to be. But a they family. are sleeping in separate bedrooms. Okay. Yeah, you know that's isn't that tricky? You know, what a layered conversation because what they're trying to figure it's. What you're trying to figure out is um, they're going through the parent dynamic, it sounds like, which is what is of chief importance, my truth or the greater good of the family? Sure. And that can show itself in a variety of different ways, I would uh, assume. My truth wouldn't only have to be relegated to sexual identity Mm -hmm. 20 years into your marriage. It could be a variety of different things where um, you have a decision to make this this spills into so many separate sorts of conversations about what is the most important thing about our lives um well it's interesting i don't even think one thing is more important than the other it's just how do they coexist Mm -hmm. in harmony and do you tell the kids and just how do you feel as as a husband for 20 years finding out that your wife was never attracted to you yeah, that's Yeah, that would not wonder, be a good Yeah. That would not be a good thing. Feeling. But you know, at some point there is a most important thing. It's uncomfortable to talk about, but there there is. Because at some point something's gotta win out there. And the fact that there she's has a girlfriend, I'm I don't like really do well with the open marriage thing. Mm-hmm. I know I'm an old fashioned guy. I'm like, what's the point of marriage if it's an open marriage? Then it ain't marriage. That's my take. Well, I think there's a difference between the, I think, people can compartmentalize love from, you know, sexuality. Mm -hmm. Like, you two things can exist at the same time. You can really, really love someone and want to be with them, but you're attracted to someone else. I know, but, like, imagine if I said to my wife, hey, I really, really love you, but I, I have to have sex with this one this Jan. Right. Her name's Jan and she's who I'm really sexually compatible with. Jan. She fuels my fire. If you're just draining us, so Steve she's is my doing sexual... a hypothetical here. <laughs> why why is my mom calling? She must be listening to the stream. Who's Jan? Who is Jan? <laughs> but Cindy's older sister. Or Marcia's younger sister. But always in the middle. And being in the middle is like being invisible. <laughs> I fell for her sob story. Sue me. Oh, my God. That was five out of five carries. Uh, anyway. Uh, but to my point, though, then you're wrestling with similar things, which is what if, you know, what if my truth is that I'm sexually attracted to her, but I love you, Lou, in these other ways. I want to build our family, but I need you to let me have sex with this other woman right. to fulfill oh, that need God. because well, then it doesn't feel like a my true thing it seems weirder when you enter in there's that's why i'm saying this is very layered that goes into different conversations when you're talking about someone's sexual identity mm-hmm. and then when you bring kids into play right it's really really difficult and so that's why i just lob out there the idea of what becomes most important to you and right. it's that's really really difficult and to the end of their kids knowing i'm sure i'm sure they do i mean they have up to what a 20 year old 20 18 15 yep. 7 tw- uh oh the twins are 7 and then a 4 year old and a 2 year old 
That just gave me heart palpitations. That's a lot of of children in a lot of different phases of childhood. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I I mean, I guess if it works for you and you can find a way, you do. Good for her for getting sober. Can we just? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I I mean, I hope hope good things here. But boy, Mm -hmm. they have entered into a really... My heart breaks for them, too, because their family's probably going through some stuff right now and publicly at that. Right. Absolutely. Okay. That's what I saw. When we come (laughs) back, uh, let's talk music. Britney Spears has a previously unreleased song. And I have a bonus. If you see something, say something. It'll be quick.